Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome to Ask the Expert North Texas here on News Radio 1080 KRLD. I'm David Rankin. We've been talking about the need to conserve power for the last few days as this cold blast hit pretty much all of the state over the last 24 hours. ERCOT and the PUC asked everyone to cut back on their power use in the early morning hours today, and they're asking the same thing for tomorrow morning. On today's Ask the Expert, we're joined by Ellie Breed from the Public Utility Commission. She's in the KRLD Zoom room. Ellie, thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks for having me, David. Let's talk about the reasons for the conservation. How prepared was Texas for this? The ERCOT grid is very prepared for the weather. In fact, the ERCOT grid is more operationally reliable today than it has ever been. Um, the, The conservation call yesterday, and then people will have seen that we issued another one for tomorrow morning. Um, those, again, they don't indicate any sort of emergency conditions for the grid. The grid is not in emergency conditions at this time, and ERCOT fully expects that it'll have enough power to meet demand. But as we look ahead into the forecast um, tonight and then tomorrow morning, we're seeing that there are a lot of conditions that are going to contribute to demand being pretty high. And so we put out this this call for voluntary conservation just to let people know that demand will be high. And if they can avoid using those large appliances in their home or just being a little bit more mindful about their power use during those hours tomorrow, we said 6 to 9 a.m., uh, that would just add to our reserve cushion during those those tighter hours. What is it about those particular hours that ERCOT and PUC asked us to conserve? Because it's staying cold all day long and, and even into the evenings, we would have the similar conditions. Why the morning? Right. So in the summer, your tight hours are typically in the in the late afternoon. Um, but when the winter weather rolls around, it's always those morning hours that are going to be the tightest demand wise. And that's just because everyone is, you know, waking up, getting ready to go to school, getting ready to go to work. But the sun hasn't come out yet. And so the grid doesn't have the benefit yet of that solar power generation that we use um, during the middle of the day. And so that's why, you know, those six to 9 a.m. hours tend to be the tightest in the winter. When you talked about the conservation need for this morning, how well did Texans do? Did Texans cut back on their power between the hours of six and nine this morning? Yes, we saw a reduction in demand. um, And so the grid operated last night and early this morning without any service disruption or without having to enter into any type of emergency conditions. And, you know, that was thanks to Texans listening to the conservation call and responding to it. It was also thanks to more wind output than we had anticipated we might get. And it was also thanks to a lot of the weatherization reforms and and efforts over the last couple of years. How much of this also had to do with the fact that today is MLK Day and tomorrow things are going to get back to normal as kids are going to be going back to school in a lot of places unless those schools are canceled? 
Right. That, you know, that's one of the drivers for the second conservation request that we put out today. We're we're anticipating that. We know there are going to be a lot more people up earlier in the morning tomorrow and and flipping on various appliances to get ready for the day. So we're we're factoring that into our our demand forecast tomorrow morning, but you know, again, ERCOT is still projecting that we'll have enough power to meet demand. We just um are operating as safely as we can and want to put this voluntary request out there. So if people can do so safely, just be mindful of their power use. Let's talk about some of the recommendations that ERCOT and PUC put out. What kinds of, as you mentioned, large appliances should we be waiting to use and not using them within the hours about six and nine? Sure. So, you know, anything, anything that uses power in your home helps. So the, the washer and dryer, your dishwasher, um, you know, it would help if you didn't flip every single light on in the house. But, you know, it, it's really just being mindful of those those larger things that don't have to happen during that 6 to 9 a.m. time frame. Um, we understand that everyone has needs for power at all times of the day. So there are, you know, some things you can't cut back on. And we want people to keep their safety front of mind and do what they need to do. But it's just those those elements of power use in the home that don't have to happen at those hours, we're requesting people not do that. Did you have a lot of people wondering and worrying about possible rolling blackouts like we saw in 2021? Yeah, I mean, the, you know, a lot of people when they when they see severe weather coming, uh, that's that's still in people's memory. Um, But what we're hoping to communicate to people is that, again, over the last three years, we've made some really significant improvements to the grid and how it operates operationally and and just on a day-to-day basis. And it it really is more prepared today than it has been over the last three years. So uh, we're, we're trying to get that message out there and express to people that, you know, ERCOT still thinks this morning um, and this afternoon that we are going to have power to, to meet the demand. What are those improvements that you talk about? Yeah, so over the last three years, since 2021, uh, we've made a lot of operational improvements. First and most importantly is weatherization improvements um, and weatherization requirements for generation facilities. Those were first of their kind requirements that came out of the 2021 Texas legislature, and that has made a huge impact on the generation fleet's reliability Um, In addition to weatherization, we also now require generators to have backup fuel on site. So if there is a natural gas disruption or other other kinds of uh, supply and demand disruption, they'll have that backup fuel available. And then a lot of other improvements, supply chain mapping to help with interagency communication, um, really just how we operate and interact with the Railroad Commission in terms of gas supply. All of these things have made tremendous impact over the last three years. Yeah, that must have been a, a very large impact on availability. As it's, we recall in 2021, in the middle of the pandemic, we also had issues with the supply chain and things that stores were empty of things. So it must have affected power generation as well, that supply chain that we don't have to deal with today. Right, yeah. And, you know, making sure our, you know, Texas agencies... Uh, manage various aspects of the energy supply chain around the state. And so improving that coordination and communication with our partners 
that manage the gas supply and manage our pipelines was was really key um, in improving reliability. That's Ellie Breed from the PUC. Ellie, thank you so much. Thank you, David. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.